finally I was like, so are you going to like, you know, tell, you're going to ask me what, and finally he was like, well, what do you think? I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> he was like, really? I was like, yeah, I made him squirm for a while. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 82. We're Finn and Emma, and today we have an interview with Jenna and Matt. I know you're thinking, it said Gina and Matt. Well, no. It's pronounced Jenna, people. It is. Ask, ask her yourself. She'll tell you. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure that was clear. It's an awesome conversation. They're both super fun people. And I will I will just give a little disclaimer because I, I can uh, relate yeah. maybe to sometimes my sarcastic sense of humor doesn't translate to audio. And so everyone should know that these two are having a lot of fun together, even though maybe it sounds like they're being mean to each other sometimes. <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not at all. And they are a little bit nervous at the beginning. It's a little bit of a slow start. But, but we warmed them up. Yep. <laughs> I gave them the old Finn charm. and they're... Yeah? Yeah, good job. <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoy the interview. We have a couple of quick announcements as normal. Um, let's let's get it over to our travel agent, yeah. Emma. Emma, I'm the new travel agent. Yes, we are going to be in first off New York City at the end of September slash early October. Then we're going to be in Boston doing some house sitting for the month of October. And then newly added to our plans, we will be in Toronto at the end of October uh, on our way back, moving west. So that's our current plan. Um, so one thing to keep in mind is we're going to be adding an events page to our website. Yes. It's, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's probably not up there yet. If you're listening to it on Thursday, it might be by then. It might be by then. We're, we're recording this a little in advance and we're going to be off grid for a little while. So keep your eyes open for an events page and an email list to sign up for. So when we announce, you know, maybe even somewhat last minute, like, hey, we're going to be at a bar next week or a, a whatever next week. You can be the first to know where we're going to be and how you can meet us and other people that support the show. Yes. We're super excited about this, if you can't tell. <laughs> anyway. Even I'm excited. I know. Sometimes, man. No. <laughs> Um, one other thing. Yeah. So you've heard us mention before scdcheck.com. But uh, no, Jenna mentions. That's what I was just going to say. In this episode, Jenna mentions online testing. And so we had to plug scdcheck as well. But don't take it from us. We're going to play a, a quick clip from one of our awesome listeners who used the service and left their experience. So you don't have to listen to us ramble. So here is that real quick. And we'll see you in. 40 seconds, and then uh, we'll get over to the episode. So thank you for this and for listening. Hi, Emma and Finn. 
Just wanted to reach out and thank you for your recommendation about STD Check. Heard it on your podcast and checked it out online. So I decided to try it out since there was a location about five minutes from where I work. I went in on a Friday afternoon after filling out the information. In and out, took 10 minutes, did the blood sample and urine sample, and off I went. And as since it was a Friday and then they didn't work the weekends, on Monday, right after lunch, I got a text notification that the results were ready. So easy as pie. Once again, just want to thank you for the recommendation. This is Who Knows 2001 on Cassidy, and I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Bye. We don't need to pause. Yeah, we don't have to wait the full 40 <laughs> seconds. We can just, and we'll, we'll edit this in. You may have realized that we did play this a few weeks ago, if you're a normal listener, but we thought it was so important and a great story that we wanted to play it again. So. And, and also, if you want to hear different ones, send may, them to maybe us. you should send them to <laughs> us and we'll include them. And then you don't have to listen to us talk. And just a, another quick disclaimer, using the links for this service not only helps support the community, but it does help support our show. So thank you for listening to us talk about it. We really appreciate it. And we're hoping to use any money we make from this to continue to make the show better and, again, get out and see people in person. Yes. You can find the links uh, on our resources page. You could also find a lot of other things on our website, including contacting us. And Please, maybe a, maybe an events page. Someday. Eventually an events page, yes. We're going to get that up very soon. Check it out, normalizingnonmonogamy.com or nnmpodcast.com. I think that's about all. Maybe yeah. we should uh, let them let Matt and Jenna tell us their preference for. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. What? <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Go enjoy this interview, anyone, everyone. So uh, I'm gonna open with a a new icebreaker question. Okay. It's never been asked on the show before. Okay. When you're making a grilled cheese sandwich, <laughs> do you cut diagonally corner to corner or horizontally straight across? Because this determines whether or not we would ever be compatible. <laughs> I am an always diagonal sandwich cutter. Like, I think it just is more special that way. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a question to follow this answer. Um, always diagonal because I like the crunchiness of the of the corners. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. As you, especially if you dunk it in soup. Yeah, no, that's you. You okay. have and it's necessity. Um, but also, why do they call it a grilled cheese when you don't cook it on a grill? You know, we might have to modify this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> pan, pan cheese doesn't doesn't have quite the same ring. Right, it's but, grilled like a flat top, a pan, same thing. No. Well, you made that up. <laughs> you both you both passed <laughs> okay good i do occasionally without thinking sometimes she'll screw it up screw and then up. i have to start all over <laughs> from our our marriage actually <laughs> so but, well i guess do you mind telling everybody matt and jenna a little bit about yourselves and telling us a little bit about yourselves because we know a little tiny bit of besides the the pan cheese uh <laughs> saga <laughs> You want to go? You go first, ladies first. Okay. Um, Well, I'm 35 and we have two kids and we live in the South, like very South. (laughs) You can probably tell from my accent. Um, And we've been in this lifestyle, I guess, a little over a year and we sort of stumbled into it, but we weren't looking for it. It just sort of happened. And uh, I'm Matt. I'm 32. 32. 
again from the south. Um, I'm a artist, and again, Jenna kind of filled us in on the been been doing this for about a year or so. Yeah. Uh, and how long have you two been together? Six. Well, January was six years. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Six and a half years. So did non-monogamy, or I guess monogamy in general, the conversation never come up throughout um, your the first. I guess five years of your relationship or, or before you were together at all. No, it didn't, it didn't come up until, um, it actually started happening. (laughs) Like where, until we were like in the like situation where we were considering it and then it came up besides watching some like documentaries on like polyamory and stuff. And I just remember watching one and telling him like, this is insane. This is like entirely way too much like talking and feelings and emotions and like too many people. Like, I don't know how people do this. And then like shortly thereafter, the topic of non-monogamy came into our life. So, and that that was me. I had met a uh, girl that was openly uh, her and her husband were, were polyamorous. And I, you know, chatted back and forth with her. And I just asked her, I was like, what is, you know, what is this? I very little knowledge on it. I mean, I kind of had an idea, but, um, so she gave me, kind of gave me the rundown on, on how, like what they do. And then she had brought it up like, Oh, would, would y'all be interested in something like that? Um, you know, as, as couples. And I was like, I doubt it. I really honestly think Jenna would say, go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) so I brought it up, you know, and he's skipping a lot of steps. You can fill in the blanks. I'm just in the high point. Uh, I know how I remember it. Uh, so I asked her, I was like, what, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, polyamory? And she was like, I think we could do it. And can you let me finish? <laughs> uh, She's over so, here shaking her head. Yeah. So, and this is how I remember it. And the look on her face was okay let's let's do it and it took me a good two days to get over that like oh shit like wait what she just said yes and (laughs) so yeah it took me a good two days to kind of like process the fact that she had said yes um without hesitation it seemed like um but you can tell it the way that you remember it yeah what's the what's the real story jenna okay so couple that were he's that introduced us to it i guess you would say he was you know chatting back and forth with um the girl she's also she she gets tattooed she's a tattoo collector and um so he was going to tattoo her and then they we also host a big event here where we're from that's tattoo related and um they were coming to these this event participating in it and stuff so i mean they had got to know each other pretty well just chatting back and forth and had kind of brought this up well then um we met them in person and there was just like you know like i don't know i wasn't thinking anything like relationship wise or like you know anything like that just there was you, you knew who she was though you knew he was talking yeah. to her yeah, yeah. And, you, and you knew they were talking about potential no, like oh. at that point in time no. no okay okay and so we met at the event it was real brief but then it was like soon after it was like well, well we'll hang out again i was like okay great and so then a few weeks later we did go and hang out and at that point i was pretty in tune to the fact that something something was brewing and i knew he was too scared to bring it up to me but i knew but i what but i was just waiting i was kind of watching him like um dance around it, I guess you'd say. 
And I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's something. And we're going to, we're going to find out. So we go over to where they live and hang out with them for the day. And it was just an immediate connection. It was just, I don't, with her particularly, the husband kind of wasn't as personable that first day, but later he became more personable, but, um, it was just an immediate connection. And so then we all kind of started chatting, like, you know, on, um, Instagram text message, whatever. And, um, just got to know each other better. And then finally I was like, so are you going to like, you know, tell you're going to ask me what, and finally he was like, well, what do you think? I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) He was like, really? I was like, yeah, I made him squirm for a while, but I was totally into it. As soon as I met her, as soon as I laid eyes on her, honestly, there was something that like, was like, whoa. Without without even knowing though, that that was going on in the background. So it was really intuitive. And, um, I was, yeah, I just knew the second I saw a picture of her, it was like, who is this? What's going on? Like, I was just like, Hmm. I didn't realize until later that there was a reason for all of that. And so then, yeah, I mean, it was just immediately like, let's, uh, let's get, let's figure this out. Let's do this. I'm going to lay down an official ruling. Yeah. This was all Jenna's idea. <laughs> it, she she just, you know, it's like the puppet master. She's she made me squirm. She's like, okay, I know what's going on. She's going to just yeah, I knew push me in, going the, on in the direction she wants and then just let me think that it was my idea this whole time. I knew what was going on. I just, he was, I knew he was too scared to say anything. (laughs) So what, so what happened in the mind? Like, what was the mindset shift between watching the documentaries and thinking this is way too crazy to, yeah, okay, let's give it a go. And, and at the same time, was it when you said, let's give it a go, was that let's give polyamory a go? Or was it strictly like a, let's explore the sexual side of it? Um, well, so the documentary just really made things seem super stressful. Like there was just like so much work involved in this and then meeting this couple made things seem super easy and natural. And, um, I wanted more, I wanted to know more. I wanted to do more. I wanted to be around them more. Um, I know he felt the same way, pretty sure they felt the same way. And so at that point I was just going with feelings like the way I felt. And I was just like, I mean, I can't deny this. Like I can't deny these feelings of wanting to do this and wanting to know more about it. And so that's how we shifted sort of, it it was one of those like rare connections that you have. And I think that's the only way that we would have ended up in this lifestyle because, um, otherwise if we had just been like, Oh, let's try this. Let's just go to a club randomly. I would have been totally a nervous wreck. Like, this is too much for me. I don't want to do this. And, and then, never would have gone back. <laughs> yeah. And, and at that point we had no idea about the, like the swing side of it with like clubs and because they introduced us to you know, the, 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 the club that, in our area yeah, mm-hmm. and like the events. And so we still haven't gone to a big event because I'm still, we just haven't <laughs> had the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ma- mainly it was just the connection we had with them that opened up our eyes to the fact that this is something we can do. And that, um, you know, I don't know, life's just kind of about connections. And if you, and and we learned also through that, like making that connection was like enriching our relationship. Like we were getting closer. Like we left them that one day we all hung out and could barely even make it home without just like 
banging it out. (laughs) (laughs) The the sexual tension was insane. So it was like, whoa, what is happening? What is this? I want more. (laughs) Yes. And so did we're with that couple, did you explore it again? Was it more like the sexual side or was it also, did you go right into the polyamory route? Like were you, well, Wayne, at that point we didn't, there was no difference. We didn't have the, the, the tools yeah, yeah. Um, to know the difference between like polyamory and then swinging and, you know, the hundred other variations of it. Um, and so it was just all kind of like what the natural, um, progression of a relationship would be, sure. I guess. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess you, maybe you a better dated them. Yeah. Her more, more. Her. And, okay. uh, she, she wanted it to be, uh, thing and um i guess the relationship that they have like she knew that he wasn't going to be open to having a um he was the way that they work normally is him and two women um so like she knew that getting him on board to be with a couple was going to be a challenge so she kind of tried to like delicately present it to him and get him to like know us more and like you know and and it went really well for a while and um you know she kind of was delicately trying to ease him into that idea. Um, I mean, ultimately, obviously it didn't work, (laughs) but, um, that I think if he had been on board, we would be in a polyamorous situation right now, um, where, you know, we would all still be open to whatever else wanted to do. Like we wouldn't hold anybody back from what they wanted to do, but the connection was significant enough to where we would, you know, it would still be a thing. If so it was, you know, there was pulled back from him. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would have been more than a, like a friends with benefits type situation kind of in the, the swinging uh, side of it. But, you know, I guess they would, we do not live in the same town. So it would definitely be more of a, still a relationship, but kind of a, a, a not that long distance relationship. Right. I don't know. But I mean, we made it work for a while. I mean, we would, this is the first time that she would, I would be like, okay, cool. We're going to do this. We're going to go drive an hour away to go, you know, see somebody like at a drop of a hat and, you know, whatever I was doing at the time, I mean, it, it could, I could care less about it. Um, a lot of, a lot of things happened really fast between like her and us. And we weren't opposed to him being involved in that. We wanted him to catch up, but we couldn't quite get him to catch up and it just was happening. Like these feelings were just like flying and it got really intense really fast and us being like completely stupid. Yeah. But I will, I'm going to stop her because she's going to keep going. She's going to be going <laughs> rambles this time. Um, I had thought about this and how it was going to sound um, because we were new and this was our very first kind of involvement in any kind of non-monogamy. Um, we were kind of going with the flow and how we just assumed that they worked and kind of taking her lead and just assuming this is how it, how it goes. And now that we were trying to exclude him by any means, cause I had a good, like I could have been friends with him, not just, you know, excluding all the, you know, sex or whatever. Um, I could be friends with him. He's one of the few people that I've met in, you know, this lifestyle that I could right off the bat be friends with and have a lot of 
a lot of things in common and, you know, just hang out on a friend, met him at a bar type situation. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't want people to think that it was just kind of like, we're trying to, you're, you weren't trying to like phase him out and, re- yeah, and replace yeah. him. Not by any means. And I felt like, I felt like there could be, you know, I was very attracted to him and like felt like there was a definite connection, but I felt the resistance. Mm-hmm. Whereas with her, it was just like, everybody was just like, there was just resistance from him. And, um, I think he, you know, really tried and wanted to, but at the end of the day, it just, it didn't work for him. It wasn't in his comfort zone. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since then, have, are you still in that relationship with her or have you moved on? And is the, has the dynamic taken on a different form at this point for you two? Unfortunately that ended in a very um, dramatic and sad, abrupt situation. Um, And from that point, it took us probably six to seven months to even step back out into trying to meet other people because although we knew we wanted to, it was really hard for us to let go of that. Like it sounds crazy, but there were, there were a lot of feelings like <laughs> and, and going, and going from, you know, me and her by ourselves being perfectly happy and then having these really strong feelings for somebody else. And we both having these same feelings. Um, and it was like going through a breakup. Yeah. But both of us us. so we're like together and we're feeling this and it it was a i felt like an asshole because i was like i'm with this amazing person but i'm grieving and you know maybe it's the artist side of me that was just like depressed for a while and you know kind of shutting other things out because i was just you know i haven't gone through a breakup and you know but then here i was on the same like going through the same thing so we both if we had both been doing it like you know by ourselves we would have thought we were crazy but we're like but you're doing you're feeling this way too (laughs) so it's like we're not crazy like we're both feeling this way and um i mean i'm i'm fairly confident she was feeling that way as well but you know she made the decision to he gave her an ultimatum you know either zero contact with them or me and um you know, she made the decision to stay with her husband, which who could blame. And, you know, of course that's yeah. the decision you would make. And, um, so that, that was tough on all of us, but yeah. it took us about six or seven months before we even were ready. We knew we were going to eventually, we just took us a while before we were even ready to like try and meet new people. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, and I, so I'm curious, like you, you kind of jumped into it like you said, because something was presented to you and you both kind of fell for somebody. So I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the fears that people would normally have when they decide like, Hey, we're going to open our marriage and I'm worried about this, 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 and this, it sounds like you kind of bypassed those because you were both like sort of head over heels for somebody when, when you stepped back out of it and then you had to reassess and be like, okay, we want to do this again. Do you think, did any fears come up that you were like, okay, now that we're doing this, like with level heads, are we worried about anything? No, I mean, I think we took it all into consideration, even though it seemed brief, briefly, but I mean, I still had those same concerns. Um, Like, what if, you know, I don't know, you fall for somebody and then, you know, you're going to leave me um, or... Um, 
I don't, I'm not adequate enough for, you know, somebody else or seeing main, the main thing is that's like seeing her with somebody else, like another man, um, which most, I feel like most people are, are men are ingrained to be like, Oh, this is mine. And if to see anybody else touch her is, you know, I what fight them or something like that, or be completely disgusted by it. Um, jealous too. Yeah. And, and jealousy. There was another one in there. And I thought about it. I was like, I should be mad or jealous, you know, right now, but I'm not. She's, I, I enjoy seeing her, you know, enjoying herself and being pleased. And, um, that's pretty much all you can think about at the time. And then you yeah. think about it after the fact and replay it in your mind. And you're like, no, I'm still not mad about it. And that was one of those things. It wasn't the fact that I was, upset or jealous or mad it was the fact that i was like should i be but to answer your question how, how did we go from there what did we figure out we wanted to do or how where we wanted to be um literally we're just figuring out as we go like we know we want to meet people um and um we obviously know now that what we think we know can change in an instant so we can say all day long oh we only want to do this for strictly swinger well you never know. You never know what kind of connection you're going to make with somebody. Or we can say, oh, we, we only want to find, you know, a third. We want to find a uniform. We want to have a significant relationship with another woman. Well, you don't know. Like, that may happen. That may not happen. So, basically, we're just in it for, you know, trying to figure it out as we go. And um, we don't have any hard rules with each other. Like, as long as... I have like a good gut feeling about the people we've met. Um, and we like trust them. We kind of just go with it and whatever opportunities present themselves, you know, we think about it, we discuss it and we're like, you know, let's, let's do it. Let's try it. Let's see. And that's how it's happened for the last like six months. Well, and it sounds like too, like the, all of the things you named Matt that you were, you felt should have been problems. It sounds like none of them really were for either of you, or at least they haven't been. Not like, no, not like you would have thought at all. Like most people would think, you know, oh, that would be so jealous or it's not, it's not that way at all. It's, um, I think cause we saw right off the bat how much it can enrich our lives and our relationship that we just, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. No, that's awesome. I wasn't trying to force you to have a problem. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, I have a problem, it, damn it. Neither one of us are very much on the jealous side in the first place. Um, but you know, of course, jealousy is natural, it's going to happen every now and then, but it's more of like a, I wish I could, you know, I wish that, like, for instance, Please. a couple weekends ago, I was out of town, um, with some friends. You're skipping ahead, but go. Cool. This is just an example. example. And, um, some friends we had met in the lifestyle. I was with Since. friends from college, like not in the lifestyle friends, girls trip. And he was home and we met some friends in the lifestyle the weekend before that. And um, they live here. And so they asked me while I was gone, if they could all go out together. And I was like, yeah, sure. That, that, that sounds good. And then they were like, well, what if we, you know, played too? And I was like, Honestly, right now, the thought of that is like making me so turned on. So please do it <laughs> and just keep me updated on how it goes. So basically, I spent like a weekend being super turned on nonstop without being able to do anything about it. She didn't have anything. She, was, <laughs> she texts me like 
the day she was supposed to come back. And I was like, I've, I've been in the, like tried this like little keychain vibrator that I got her <laughs> a gag gift. She was like, nah, not working. I took a hour long bath and then the water wasn't strong enough. Like I was, she was trying all the, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's at the car yeah, wash. Like, she's in the pressure wash. Do it. Like, and tell me all about it. And, and she so, got pictures. She got some pictures. Yeah. But if you'd asked me that, a, you know, a year and a half ago, I would have been like, what? That's insane. No, <laughs> but yeah. Well, and it's amazing that you were able to like, just go with your gut at that moment. Right. Like I'm sure all of us second guess it, but, and it's like, Oh, well, maybe I'm not going to like it, but you know what, this is how I'm feeling about it right now. And even if I don't like it, it'll still be okay. Cause we can come back and talk about it afterward and, you know, change things exactly. in the future if I didn't like it. Exactly. And the only, like, as it was going on, the only thing I was thinking was like, is it wrong that I'm not jealous? Like, should I be upset about this? Like, is that okay? And then I was like, is there something wrong with me for not being upset about this? But I really, the only thing I was jealous about was that I wasn't here. I was like super pumped for him. I was like, yes, like y'all and her too. Cause, um, the, you know, the girl on the road, she was like, you know, getting two men at one time. Like it was exciting and fun times. So, which is something she wants to do. Yeah. I haven't, haven't gotten that one yet. But. <laughs> you got time. You got time. We have plenty of time. So it's still, it's one of those to do. Well, she feels the same way. She's like, God, I want you to do that so bad. She was like, even if, you know, I'm just like downstairs, like, and y'all are locked in upstairs, like it'll turn me on just knowing y'all are doing that. I was like, okay, well set it up. Let's get it on. (laughs) You're busy tonight. What's going on? (laughs) I think it's, I think it's awesome. But I also think it's fascinating that like neither of you really have, that like societal conditioning to be jealous, but you're still conditioned to think you should be, which is just, it's just so crazy to me. You're like, well, I'm not, but I'm supposed okay. to be, but I'm not. And then it's yep. like, that's, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Learning to break from a lot of societal norms in the last year and learning how much it can just elevate your relationship, your life, your just outlook on everything when you break out of so many of those societal norms. Yeah. Do you, do you mind talking about that? Because you've you mentioned it a few times, like what, what are some of the things that you've seen improve either in your, in your relationship, whether it's sexually or, or beyond that? Um, well, I mean, definitely sexually, like we have gotten way more just experimental and like down for whatever, basically. But um, we always had a good sex life, but it's gotten like, so much better, but communication, that would be the number one thing because we, we kind of sucked at it before. I know it's hard to believe that I, you know, (laughs) wasn't good at communication. Um, but yeah, it's a running, running joke, uh, at work that, you know, communication, my communication skills are subpar. Um, and and I mean, I thought mine were good. But they were knowing now seeing how it is and how we actually communicate, they suck too. So it, which has made our marriage better. Like, which means if yours sucked, mine was fucking terrible. I mean, it's <laughs> not good. It really wasn't good. I just meant mine in general, but yeah. So how, how did you make that shift though? Like, was it well, yeah, like how trial you, and error? Yeah. How did you learn to, to be better about it? Well, because of the situation that happened initially, we had to communicate. We had to talk about this. And then we went through a traumatic thing together. Like we went through like 
uh, you know, a breakup that really broke both of our hearts at the same time. And so at that point, like there is, you, there is nothing to do, but communicate about it. Like you have to talk about it to each other because nobody else fucking understands at all. I mean, any of, you know, some of my closest friends knew kind of what happened and what went down, but they don't understand. There's no way you could understand that. The only people that could truly understand that were us involved. So talking about that and then just, you know, once we finally decided to like tiptoe back into it, we, you know, you have to, you have, you have to sit there and say, so it was just, I guess it was just like practice made us better. Like we're forced into having to communicate better. And then we just practice makes perfect. That The more we talk about it and the more we just get better at it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that I, makes sense. I was, I was also curious, Jenna, had, had you ever like been attracted to women before that? Or was, was this like your, your first time and you're like, well, what the fuck I is happening? Well, so, um, no, not really. Um, in, you know, my twenties and stuff, I, we, you know, as partier, had lots of fun, had had like makeout sessions with girls, but nothing further. Like I never thought I could have sex with a woman. I didn't think that was anything, but that, I think that was just more my mind telling me I couldn't, but, um, meeting this particular woman, the first one, it was just like, I mean, the first night we were together, it was just completely natural and amazing. And, um, so now I've like realized, yeah, you, you do. You really like the ladies a lot. <laughs> you do like the ladies. Yeah. So now I've realized that that's like a whole nother part of me that I didn't even know existed before. So yeah, that, I think I hear this on, you know, a lot of podcasts, a lot of women say kind of the same thing. Like, well, I always kind of knew, mate, you know, I thought women were beautiful or, you know, I was attracted to this woman, but I didn't really think it was that because I liked men too. Mm-hmm. So until I met her. And well, in, in society, you know, society, you're pushed to, you know, pick one, right? Right. Or you think, yeah, or you're just told that, oh, bisexual people just like sex in general. They just will do whatever, you know, it's, it's like, no, like you can actually have deep, meaningful connections with, you know, both sexes, multiple people at the same time, lots of things that you're told are not normal or okay. The hipsters ruin bisexuality. What? How? Just like PBR. What? Just like PBR. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I can say all day long, like, I don't want to put a label on it, but pretty much, yeah, I'm bisexual. (laughs) Yeah. How how about, how about on your side, Matt? Um, we've discussed all, like, especially listen to podcasts about what I'd be into or open with. And I've never, like, I've, I've never said I'm not going to do anything. You know, I'm open to anything, you know, if I, enjoy it i'm i don't just I, I don't have the urge that i yeah sure bisexual urges that i can think of but yeah um you know i mean he's comfortable being in a scenario where you know there's like you know naked men and like but it's not like a bisexual between the men obviously it's no just, no that's fair I, I was just just curious and i mean i think that's where a lot of people are it's that you just, you, yeah, you don't have that urge. And I think I'm very much the same way. Like, well, and it might honestly be until, I mean, who knows? I mean, someday you might meet that person and you're like, well, for this person, yes, but no you're one trying else. to make them bisexual. No, but it's like, it's same for women. I don't know. You, you will be bisexual. <laughs> it's definitely something we've learned. You just Look into my eyes. <laughs> uh, no, I even told uh, uh, my apprentice 
or he's no longer my apprentice, but uh, now he's a good friend and co-worker now. And um, he's openly gay. Um, and I even told him I'd go to, um, what is it? Um, gosh, not because you asked. In New Orleans, a um, festival, one of the like, it's, it's not, it's Essence Festival this past weekend, but it's not, it's, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like a, their pride. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like orgy pride. I don't know. And I was like, I'm going to turn it into orgy pride. <laughs> in New Orleans, most things do. But, you know, I was like, I'm going to go down there with you. And he was like, really? And I was like, I'm secure enough in myself. I'm really upset that you don't think that I'm secure enough in myself that I can take you to a, um, what, a, a gay event and not have a good time. I was like, don't think y'all are going without me because I'm going too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She's that'd be, that'd find, be my response. <laughs> she's gonna find her two men one way or another. She doesn't care if they're gay, straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no issue with it. It's, to me, it's all you know, sexuality, sexuality, whatever you're comfortable with. You know, um, I feel like the same same way with the religion. You can do whatever, believe whatever you want to believe. Just don't, you know, put it on me. Yeah. yeah. I like that motto. Don't put, yep. your, don't put your penis on my shoulder. <laughs> Without asking. Without asking. <laughs> Without consent. <laughs> yeah. Well, women do that. Was there anything else that either of you, like, Jenna, you kind of discovered that you enjoyed women? Were there other things that, that you discovered either about yourself or about your partner that, that surprised you as you've been exploring this? <laughs> There's probably so much that surprised him. Surprised. <laughs> uh, so- don't assume that I'm surprised about anything. Well, I know you're a slut. <laughs> he, it, I was surprised at him with like the, you know, being okay with me being with other men. I mean, I, I didn't know. Cause the first time it happened, he was like very anxious about it. He was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, but like, you know, we're doing it. Like we're going to see. And I'm like, cause he is, you know, a moody artist. Like he can get super like, and emotional about stuff. And he doesn't get like emotional, like cry, throw a fit or anything. He'll just like kind of go to his dark place for a little while. So it was kind of worried that, you know, that would happen, but, um, it didn't. He was super happy. So that surprised me. And now he wants, I mean, he's like trying to hot wife me out. I'm like, you need to chill. Like, I'm not trying to go (laughs) very into it now. So I just wanted, you know, just to try. See, I mean, I wasn't just going to like, let you go with like a stranger. Like, right. (laughs) (laughs) But if it was two strangers, one of them will keep you safe. Obviously. (laughs) Your odds are way better with two. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was surprising. But that was it. It's all that surprising. No, I mean I knew you were a freak from the get go. Like, but yeah, sharing. I didn't know how much of a share you would be. You're very much a sharer. Well, I just like to see you pleased, Ben. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> um, no, I was surprised with the jump. So, you know, like I said, it took me a solid two days to, you know comprehend what she had told me you know let's do it um because i again thought she was gonna be like fuck you um no uh but yeah um i mean we were like in a group conversation where things were you know sexual 
conversation was kind of happening, but nobody had told me anything yet. And I finally just said, so does anybody want to like, you know, clue me into this? Cause <laughs> I know what's going on, but nobody's telling me. And they're like, well, like, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, obviously like I'm already this far into it. Like we're hearing sex memes and like, you know, boob pics, like obviously. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's how I surprised him. Yeah. Do you think um, Do you think you'd ever go back to having it where it's just the two of you? I mean, it sounds like you kind of went through a phase where it was while you were transitioning out of the breakup, but it also maybe sounds like it's not something you have to do. Like you don't do it every weekend, or maybe you do. I don't know. You tell me. I'll stop talking. I wish we could, but we're just busy. <laughs> we have kids, and you know, like it's just not that easy. But um, no, I don't. I don't think they're. I mean, maybe when we're like, you know, really old and just don't care to fool with stuff like that anymore. Hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon, you know, maybe like a hundred, but, um, no, I, really, <laughs> way before 100, like, I really don't, the think, Red Bull's going to kill me way before that. I really don't think we'll ever go back to just being, you know, completely monogamous. I think we're always at this point open and yeah, or at least open to having that conversation right like yeah. we might be practicing non-monogamy but not because we want to just because we hadn't yeah. met anybody we yeah yeah want you know but we're always open and i think yeah we all yeah have you how have you two handled safe safety in the conversations around that like both your personal state like physical safety and your health well we we always use condoms and then um Unfortunately, we live in an area where you can't just get like easily checked. Like it's so stupid. But luckily, I I, I set my appointment to get one to today from my physician because I'm luckily being like you know tattooing. I can just be like, hey, I need to get checked every so often. You know, I deal with people's blood and needles and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just precaution and no one really, you know, second guesses it, or maybe they do and they just don't, you know, tell me, but yeah, you know, I get, I get like a good out for, for stuff like that. Um, her on the other hand, not, not so much or just in general. It's easy. I have to like, so I've been a real doctor's appointment. I'm probably going to go to like the online at this point. We haven't had like enough, you know, it hasn't been like anything wild or incredible, you know, now that it, now that it, we're, it's just we're about starting. to, yeah, we're just kind of stepping back into it. So he's getting checked immediately, and then I will also be getting checked soon too. Yeah. Before you know, step too much into it, more into it. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, actually, that's, that's a that's a clever hack. If uh, to anybody who needs to go to their doctor, just tell them you're a tattoo artist, <laughs> or tell them you got a tattoo from a sketchy place i don't know there you go yeah. do you think, you know, do you think a, i could pass for a tattoo artist <laughs> no <laughs> hey, you could just say you got one somewhere we do so because i mean we are in the south and things are still just super judgmental so like you go to your doctor that you see every year that you've been seeing for however many years and tell him something like that. Like you don't know what's going to happen. You might get lectured for an hour. You know, he might sit down, close that door and lecture you. So like a child so you just never know i wish somebody tried to lecture me for an hour i mean i'm pretty sure mine would not he knows he knows me well enough to know that (laughs) he shouldn't do that but (laughs) just being in the south and all the you know stigmas attached and we don't we don't we don't have just like readily available clinics that you can just walk in and say hey i want a full panel right now like you have to go through the full like doctor's visit process 
So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's but stupid. It is, and it, <laughs> it's bullshit. And actually, but I was I was curious. You so you know you kind of talked earlier about you're you're not really boxing yourselves into anything. You're sort of open to whatever experience comes your way because you've you've already seen that like you can't say we're just a swinger. We're just polyamory. We, you're kind of open to it all. But I was curious, are there things that either of you are hoping to experience or either that or that you want to see your partner experience that, that you haven't had the chance to yet? You know, besides the, you know, her having two men at the same time, um, there's, there's not a whole lot, you know, I guess that we on the list. I mean, I'm sure there are a, no, I mean, okay. As a Pisces, like I'm all about, like I'm an like, connection type person. So I'm hoping to find this, like I'm hoping to end up in the like, you know, polyamory side of things and have like, you know, another connection like our first, um, eventually, but then still within that, still being open to this is your life too. And our lives and y'all's lives and everybody's, you know, you do what you still want to do, but still have that kind of connection. He's drinking more over here. <laughs> I am. I am deaf. You know, I, I love that. I, I live for deep, you know, good, wonderful connections with people. So until she's in the situation, like in the heat of the moment and I've seen it every time. I'm not saying it's the only thing I'll do. She's just like, you know, down, let's go. Oh yeah. I'll do that side of things too. They're asking for like hopes to what we want to have. I would like to see, I would like to make that eventually again. But yeah, she I'm says also that. Down she keeps, she's been stuff. saying that though. That's what I'm getting at. I'm doing a very poor job explaining it, but she was like, I really hope for this. But every time we go somewhere or have an experience, she's like, you want to go upstairs? At what point did I say I wasn't down for that too? Cause I did at some point. I'm sure. You <laughs> where, said do you, it. where do you think that deep connection starts? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually, we talked to a couple of their strategy was you have sex immediately really soon after meeting because if there's a connection there'll be a connection if there's not it's not and so you just move on and either see them again because it was great or not because it was just not good so starts with like like, dating in general yeah it's just like when you meet someone you either know if you want to get to know more or you don't and then same with like i mean we've at, we've met some people on you know social media that we've occasionally talked to and some have just been like at first you know conversations going really well and then all of a sudden it's just like all right this ain't going anywhere and it just kind of dies and then you know now we're talking to this um girl and i mean we haven't even met her yet but you know things are pretty going pretty good so hopefully if we meet it'll be this good but if not then it's just not there you know you never know until you meet them and then you just kind of go from there i guess yeah, yeah i've been using the, like instagram to yeah instagram's been pretty good for us yeah. <laughs> so you're just using your straight up like personal instagram you're not on any like any dating apps or or well, as of like like two days ago we started our we got on cassidy yeah and like build out our profile and stuff cassidy's wild like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wow hello everything <laughs> it, it definitely affirmed the belief that the male penis is not attractive. I mean, I've seen a lot of penises and a lot of vaginas in a short amount of time. <laughs> well, I think that I think that's a wonderful tip, and it's not not that they aren't attractive; it's that 
when you're looking to see if you're interested in somebody, that's not where you want to start that's looking. That's not where I'm looking for. I'm not checking out, you know, your meat. You're, it's not, this is not the, you know, produce deli. section at the grocery store. I don't it's need to, like, I want to see faces. I want to see personalities. Like, I want to know, like, so it's Cassidy for me is a little strange because that's what most people are putting in our area, anyways. I don't know, but it's like, boom, here is my vagina and my penis and here's us doing stuff, but our faces are, and our faces are not on there either because, you know, I'm just scared about that, but we don't have, it's not like, I don't know. No, I, you, you, you have a very legitimate and valid point. Yes. And, you do. and it's something that we, when we look for profiles, um, if like, basically what we're looking to see is are people having fun together? Are they doing things out in the real world? Like if there's some other pictures, like, okay, great. I don't even really look at them, honestly, because it's not, I'm looking to see like, are you a happy couple? Are yeah. you doing things yes. that we would enjoy doing together? Yeah. Yes. It looks like normal people. Yeah, but if, if like, I'll read like their, you know, bios and, you know, I can pretty much tell immediately, like, even if I think, oh, well, they might be attractive, you know, for us. And then I'll read them. I'm like, oh, nope, 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 Because nope. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's good though. They tell you like, this is what we want. This is what we're doing. It's like, yeah, great. That's not what we're looking for. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great tip. Yes. How about any, I know you haven't had a ton of experiences, but have you had any like bloopers or funny moments that have happened? <laughs> <laughs> which one are you laughing about? Uh, which one? Uh, you can with, tell them all. It's fine. Yeah. With the, uh, what we were on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt had, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Matt had, I don't know, should I? Uh, Sure. I mean, you're not going to say a girl. Yes, I'm going to say a girl. And um, he thought, you know, maybe this would be a good, you know, this might be, you might be interested too. He thought maybe he was interested. So he kind of, you know, was like, what do you think? And I was like, I mean, she's attractive. She's nice. Like there's nothing wrong with her. Great personality. I was like, I'm not actually attracted to her though. Like there's just nothing there. And so then he kept kind of pushing. I was like, okay, fine. Like, let, we'll go have a drink. Maybe and we I'll, have a drink. I'll, can I just kind of stop you? Because this is right when we're getting back into it. We told okay. each other, we're not going to let this past issue, we're not going to let it stifle what we want to do. So we're going to make, you know, the step. We're going to make the, you know, incent or yeah. initiative. Yeah. To, initiative to yeah. get back. Yeah. You're trying, trying to make the effort. Trying yeah. to make the effort. And he thought this was like a good viable option and i was like okay all right let's try it like we'll go have a drink well ended up not being able to go have a drink but so she came over to the house to have a drink well we ended up having a threesome and oh my god i was giving him death glares the whole time she says threesome like <sighs> i was like this is not what i wanted like i this is not working for me like like if you don't wrap this shit up <laughs> hey let's get out. i felt so bad but they just it was a blooper. It was a fail. And, yeah, but no. we learned from it Yeah, and we learned that like that, that we can't, you know, take one for the team kind of situation. It doesn't work for us. And there are just some people that like, you're not attracted to, it's not going to work. Like, and it's not that there's anything wrong with that person. Cause I mean, she's beautiful. She's a great personality. I simply wasn't attracted to her. There was no chemistry. None. And, and the way that I work is if, when she's not feeling it or not enjoying herself, bone killer for sure. But yeah. yeah. 
I'm, a, I'm aware of the situation, <laughs> the syndrome. Yeah. So, so it was I mean, a major, like, it was a I major mean, blinder. <laughs> it turned it off like a fucking light switch. And I was like, God damn. But we made it through, <laughs> survived it. And I mean, we were like, you know, we were, but you know, she's still a friend. We still chat with her, but like, we are very aware of the fact that it is a friend thing only. Like there is no physical connection whatsoever. So, yeah. But I will say that our, the first time we set the bar extremely high, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. There's really not, it's going to, I mean, it'll be super hard to ever compare to that, but that's okay. We don't necessarily, it doesn't have to be that. And that's what we're. When you're first, when you're first like full swap of, and which is our first, you know, whatever is in like a pool in new Orleans and people watching, but not too many people watching, but you know, and it's just a fucking great, experience you know 10 on the scale and then you know so you started here now you've got yeah yeah well yeah and you had a and you had a super strong connection and you were both super attracted to her and so you like i can see why anybody coming into that situation's got a lot to live up to and that's especially when you're first getting back into it yeah so yeah well that's awesome that you know that well not that that experience happened, but you were able to learn from it. And that's, you know, it's, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fuck up sometimes. And that's exactly. as long as you can learn from it and move forward and, and laugh about it, hopefully. Yes. And, you know, and, and it sounds like you were um, respectful to the other woman, to yourself, friends and talking about it. So very much. And, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, she knew that it was not by, you know, any means her, it, it was, just us like it just simply wasn't and yeah she i don't think she was upset or anything about it so and then the other thing he's probably laughing about is he ordered a sex swing last week and like as soon as it came in he just had to hang it and so like i'm like i guess i thought i was in like Cirque du Soleil or something i was like i'm just gonna hop in this thing like you know belly down like it fell out no (laughs) She didn't just like fall out. It was it was the most graceful fall, like spinning fall, like in every position to the final key of the floor. Uh, like it was like an orchestrated fall. It was graceful as fuck, babe. Like, um, but it was definitely a fall. And then she was trapped. She was trapped in the funny part. Hanging, I was on the floor. And she's got long legs, so like, there's a lot to. And we could not. Neither of us could do anything. We were laughing so hard. <laughs> that sounds perfect. That, that's a perfect story. I, I would. I would even ask for a reenactment. But. I think I got a photo of it. I don't know the video. He, said, no, he, I he didn't know that was going to happen, so he wasn't prepared for video. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh wait, this ain't no gun." And then I start like slowly falling. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Is well, there anything else that we didn't cover? Or do you have any other questions? Yeah, th- that or any other resources besides our show. You've mentioned that, but are there other podcasts or or resources you found useful since you've gotten back into exploring it? Um, y'all's are like y'all's is definitely the main one we listen to, but we also listen to um, that couple next door. Which started, yeah. Their stories are very interesting. It's a very different. It's a very different thing. It's like it's like um, more of like listening to like podcast porn, I guess. Like you're hearing, yeah, but they're good at it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you learn a lot about like okay, well, you know, 
this there's really no limit to like kinkiness. Like, well, it's very normal apparently because all the kink is happening. And, and they, they know their way around, mm-hmm. I will say. And impressively. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we look there's some I sent her the ten person orgy one. <laughs> she was that was the first <laughs> one I, like, I sent wow. her. She was like, Oh shit. Uh, but I think um Front Porch Swingers was the first one I listened to and kind of just stumbled upon and then um which is the same, you know, kind of mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. you know, telling their story. Um I do get I feel like I'm benefit more from something like this and getting to hear a variety of um kind of experiences and different uh how people got into it it, why they're into it and you know how it's changed their relationship has been just so helpful for us because it just you know solidified what we were thinking and what we thought but we just didn't really know what to do to like get back into it. And then we were like, okay, like we can do this. Like we can just show up at the club, like, and, you know, do, you know, it's and meet people and we don't have to be with people that have already been doing this for a long time. Like we can do this on our own. Um, cause it felt kind of like we needed like a little, at first it felt like we need, you know, someone to introduce us, but now we're like, no, like, we can do this. And which is, there I mean, are other people out there. It is, it is, it is hard, you know, doing it by yourself. You're not, you don't know, you don't have any friends in the lifestyle and, you know, you don't have anybody to talk to about certain things, you know, the lifestyle in general, you can't just be like, Hey, friend at work, you know, this, this crazy ass thing happened over the weekend. Yeah. Can I I tell you about it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Because they will really think you're crazy. uh, Yeah. So, you know, hearing everybody else's stories, like, okay, cool. That's normal. Like that's just way different than what I've like I experienced, but it makes me feel better about myself. Like, okay, I'm not, you know, the one person in the world feeling this way or experiencing this at you know the exact same time. Right. I have a quick question. You say you listen to the different shows at work sometimes. Um do you does anyone ever ask you what you're listening to? Oh, all the time. Um I've got a handful I've got three clients that know um what I've listened to or what I'm listening to um, because I've told them. But most of the people we work with, like we're really tight, like we own our own business. And so everyone we work with has been with us for a long time now. We're really close. We're like a big family. They know what we're up to. Like they, they're, they, they knew what happened with the whole initial situation. And she had to tell them, she had to tell like three people because they thought I was cheating on her. Yeah. So she yeah. was like, "Fuck, I gotta tell at least these people that are very like, like we're, we're like we're both in this. Don't worry, because <laughs> I mean, he was around a lot. You know, he was tattooing her, and and she was like coming over and hanging out at the shop and stuff. So um, people were like, "What in the hell?" And I was like, "It's okay, I promise." <laughs> but so then they're kind of in tune now to that. But um, our families know. Like hers won't ever know. Never. Mine. Like, I just don't talk to them. Uh, my, like he wouldn't I don't think really they, care if his new, but like yeah, mine will go to their grave not knowing. <laughs> so like my my parents, I could they don't. I mean, I don't think they would give a shit. Um, they probably think we're crazy, or they probably think that like we're not happy, so we're you know doing this to try to make ourselves happy, which is a common misconception about non-monogamy. Yeah, are, are you happy? For the record, for the record, are you happy? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Happier than we've ever been. Non-monogamy is, we've always been happy and do that. We were like, you know, crazy in love, but like 
this doing this together, being each other's like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's whole she's, the best, she's the best wingman. I was just going to say wingman. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say, it doesn't sound like you're struggling. No, like, and <laughs> obviously I'm not an idiot. She's way more attractive than I am. She um, always says this. Yeah, because it's true. Um, don't cut yourself short. I mean, I'm not <laughs> yes. cutting myself short. That's the reason she hasn't gone to the eye doctor since we've been married. Uh, <laughs> That's why you won't get her eye, uh, eye optical you insurance. Yeah. Tell people that I, he won't let me get the eyes checked for a reason. Oh, and shit. it's still true. Oh. Um, you know, I'm I'm not. I'm just being real. Uh, but no, I obviously know that when we like go out and people are you know, checking her out, she's gorgeous. Um, <laughs> and then I just and not ugly enough to, you know. Well, I was going to say, you, you guys have a don't take one for the team policy. Most people do as well. So yeah. no one's take, no one's taking one for the team. No, we're not, we're not doing that. It's anymore. the beard. Mo, like you either like beards or you don't. Or like you beard. don't. Yeah. Yeah. I would Some like, people. I would like a beard. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, like seven days of growth here. Right just absolutely not no. but then the, the ones that are absolutely not are not not for you like that's the easy part right the ones that really love it are like totally our type which is not funny we've also discovered that we have the exact same type in with taste in women like it's, but her taste in men have still babbled me like it's I, all over the place you just never know everywhere there's no there's no type but our our women taste right on point with each other yeah. so. well perfect yeah yeah uh, is is there anything else? Last last thoughts, final thoughts. Now that we know you're happy, we should ask that right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're for sure happy. Um, no, it's just hopefully we get to continue doing this and um, meeting people. I'd like to meet more people that are in the lifestyle and just you know have that group of friends that you know you can talk to talk about you know the lifestyle with, as opposed to just you know we talk to ourselves. Well, the, the one, the most recent couple we met, um, it's definitely a very swinger level relationship. Like it's never going to be anything more than that, but like, they're nice they're, and we can talk to them about stuff and, um, you know, definitely go, we've had dinner with them a couple of times, stuff like that. Um, so we have, we have one couple that we've been able to make that connection with. So that's, a, yeah, that's progress for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's one more than a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So. And because I travel a lot too, hopefully here in the next year or so, now that we're getting more comfortable in it, um, getting to go to different clubs and kind of bigger cities and stuff just outside of our area, I think we'll like, be, we'll be in Phoenix and like the end of the next month and, uh, hopefully get to just go check it out. Apparently Phoenix is a hotbed of activity. Hopping. <laughs> uh, activity and um you know even like ohio and i mean i, I literally travel everywhere um or anywhere i want to go and you know overseas and stuff like that you know that's another because of podcasts i've known that overseas is a little bit different yeah, story. yeah. Uh, depends where you're at but yeah yeah so i'd i'd probably be a little more standoffish overseas but you know in the states all yeah. the states. I mean, we, and we are super fortunate. We live right by New Orleans. <laughs> so we can, New Orleans is a great city with plenty of activity going on. So we are fortunate that we can just hop over there for a weekend and, you know, awesome. they have going on. Yeah. Can we start a new map? 
when I start doing math, like every state. Yeah. <laughs> every state, but other people. Well, that's, uh, that's a good point though, too. Like, cause you travel a lot or just in general meeting people, uh, not just in your location can be really helpful because you can find people you really click with that they may not live near you, which can be just appointment. But at the same time, if you're all willing to travel to see each other, it can be, if, if you click really well, it's totally worth it. Yeah. And take trips together and say, yeah. Hey, we want to go do this event together. Or, you know, we'll meet up here in this city. Like, yeah. Because traveling's fun. Yeah, it is. It is. it is more fun when you have people, other people, yeah. yeah, especially because of his job. When we are traveling for work, like he's spending a substantial amount of time doing that work. And I'm usually left to just kind of, you know, figure out what I want to do on my own. So if we had like, you know, couples that traveled with us, it would be great. It would be, and it would take a lot of pressure off of me to, to know yeah. that she's being well taken care of while you're working. Yeah. Like I could be working and she's not just sitting there like twiddling her thumbs for 12 hours. You know, yeah, and I'm like, fuck, I'm shopping, sorry. I'm sorry. You're miserable. Not, you know? never miserable. Yeah. She says that, but to look on her face is <laughs> Those conventions can be really long hours, <laughs> but she can go wherever she wants. Like you tell me a city or state or country and I can find work there. I can do a tax write off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so we're really fortunate in that. Like, his career can take us wherever we want to go, pretty much. That's awesome. Yeah, that's Very super cool. cool. Okay, well, well I think yeah. that's it. I think, yeah, now. we'll let you get to bed, finish the wine. Yes, and, uh, we didn't ramble too much. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Well, we will um, we'll let you get to bed, and we will, we will chat soon, hopefully, and get maybe an update. Yeah. Of your traveling, your traveling swinging. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, well, thank you so much. And thanks for reaching out to us too. So you said you use Instagram to communicate with everybody. You yes. did com- reach out to us on Instagram, which was amazing. So thank you for doing that. I did. Well, it's, the one, it's the one way that I know how to get in touch with people. So I did reach out and yeah. Perfect. You know, cool. started the process. Yeah. Well, thank well, you. Yeah. Fake, goodbye, fake goodbye. And we will, <laughs> we'll let you go for fake. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> good night. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How did I, did I, I charmed him. Remember when I said I gave him the old I know, I know. I charmed him. I think you did. I think we both did. They also charmed us because they told their story. Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Anyway, thank you, Jenna and Matt, for sharing your incredible story and for being open and honest with us. Um, It was amazing, and we're so happy to get it out there. Absolutely. And if you are listening thinking, I could tell a better story than that, well, let's see it. (laughs) <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Or how about just add your story? Yeah, it's not a competition. No. One thing they did mention in there was Cassidy. If you're first-time listener, long-time... Uh, I messed that up, so I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> if you're a first-time listener, uh, Cassidy is an online dating site primarily geared towards swingers. If you're looking to get into that type of thing, it is one of the many options. And if you use the links on our website, you can get six months free to check it out. So thank you for doing that if you're going to do that. Yeah. While we're mentioning dating options or dating websites, just quick plug for hashtag open and polyfinda as well. Nailed it. I know. There are also um, dating apps that we have uh, talked about on the show and wanted to mention. They're on our resources page, too. All right. Next week, we'll see you uh, Monday. What? Monday? Monday! Oh, don't 
Let's tone it down. That's the new Monday. That's no. <laughs> we'll see everybody on Monday for a special release episode with Taj. Yes. Yes, not, we will. Not Tosh, not Daniel Tosh. Oh no, Tosh point. No, I'm not. Why is <laughs> not related at all? <laughs> yeah, nope, Tosh. So we will see everybody on Monday, and then we'll see you again on Wednesday. So you have to put up with us twice next week. Uh, we're sorry about that. It's just the way it is. We will see you in a few days. Yeah. Have a have a great Wednesday. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.